What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. By the time that this episode comes out, I will be in LA. Very exciting. So probably still a little jet lag. It's always like, I got to schedule this. Thank God I come before because by the time I wake up to post this on Monday, it'll be probably like noontime back at home. But I am super, super excited. So I'm recording this on Friday. I leave today in a few hours. Oh my God. Um, but I kind of still have like, I'm, I'm sure you guys can hear it. I have a little cold still. I was sick a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago, had a sinus infection. This feels different. I think like everyone I know just has a cold right now. So I'm just going through with the sniffles. Got a little cough. Not the major. I don't feel like crap. So that's good. But ever since COVID, first of all, it's always been embarrassing. Like I'm not really coughing, so that's fine. But it's always embarrassing to have a coughing fit. Like no matter if you were in school, like even like at home, like it's always just embarrassing when you can't stop. But since COVID happened, it is so embarrassing to cough or sneeze in public. And when I went to California last summer, I was just getting over, like I had a really bad cough. Like I I could not stop coughing. I had to work from home for like the week before because I was like, listen, I I can't can't go in public. So luckily it, it took care of itself and I got medicine for it, but I was nervous because I was like, I'm not gonna, like, I don't wanna get on the plane and whoever's sitting next to me is like, oh my God, like this girl, like what's her deal? So I don't know, hopefully I have no incidents and that's that, but, um, I have a lot of exciting things planned for the time that I'll be there. I get to see my aunt and my cousin that live out there that I like, I've literally only seen once because they're so far away. Going to a Knicks-Lakers game at Crypto Arena. So that will be exciting and I will be wearing my Knicks clothes. Um, And you know, (laughs) it is what it is. We are, let's see, where I'm taking surfing lessons on Monday. Very excited about that. Surfing is one of those things that I have been saying for years. I want to do it. I want to learn. And I've said the same thing about snowboarding. And then this year, like, I finally bit the bullet and learned how to snowboard. The thing about surfing is the beach that I go to, like, in Jersey, you have to pay to get on the beaches. I think we're, like, the only state that you have to pay to get on the beaches. It's whatever. It's whatever. Um, but the beach that I have my season pass at is, has a surfing beach. So not like, well, I guess like most beaches do, but what am I trying to say here? Like there's a section of this beach that I go to, that's a surfing beach and everyone from my high school that surfs goes there. So I wasn't trying to do that in front of people I went to high school with, you know, listen, (laughs) Sometimes we can't put our egos aside and I am hand up. I just, I just couldn't do it. So I'm learning out there. We'll see how I am at it. But I think like after having at least one time of experience, I'll feel more comfortable trying to learn more at home this year. So I don't know, hopefully that's something I could pick up because I love going to the beach and I, as much as I love, you know, just reading a book and laying out, I'm always searching for new and fun ways to be active. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And then 
gosh, the rest of the time I'm just going to be traveling around to gyms, meeting up with some people, going back to zoo culture. So I'm excited about that. That's it. That's that's my trip. So I'm going to be doing a vlog. I said this the last time and then my vlog ended up really bad. So we're going to try again. We're, we're, we're going to try again to do a vlog. Also, if you're on YouTube, I've been getting so many like rude comments from people on social media lately about my appearance, whatever, but I don't really care, I guess. But just as a heads up, no, I do not have makeup on today, so I do look a little funky and it's because my makeup is in my suitcase and honestly, I wasn't trying to be on a plane with a face of makeup for six hours. That just it doesn't sound fun, but yeah, that's that. We had... <laughs> So the thing about March in New Jersey is that it's always the most brutal month for no reason. March is March is one of those months where it could be randomly like 70 degrees outside and everyone's like, oh my God, like let's sit outside, let's go on a walk and we all put our winter coats away and then the next day it'll be like 30 degrees and snowing. So March, March has never really been my vibe. And I've said it a few times over this podcast. We have not had a snowy winter. I didn't have to shovel my car out once. We had no snow stick. None at all. So what was it? Tuesday? Was it Tuesday morning? Yeah, Tuesday morning. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning for work brush my teeth, wash my face, do my makeup, get dressed. I leave my room. And in my house, we have high ceilings on the first floor. So when you're standing at the top of the staircase, you could see out like a window that gives like a pretty high look, I guess. So I'm standing at the top of the stairs and I look directly through this window. And I see that the trees outside and the roof across the street from my house is covered in snow. So I genuinely, there's no one up. I, I, I out loud go, what the hell? Like, wait, like where was this? It's, it's March and we haven't had this all winter. Why? Like we're wrapping up. Winter's supposed to be wrapping up. Like why is this happening now? Granted, I will say, it looked beautiful. It, it really looked beautiful. Snow before anyone's like awake to touch it is just so pretty and... I guess it had already started to warm up a little bit because I didn't have to shovel out my driveway. Huge win. Huge win because I was not trying to do that that morning. I The first thing I did was go over to my car and assess the damage because I was like, I did not wake up with time allotted for digging my car out of the snow. That I would have got myself right back into bed and been like, it's not happening. <laughs> but no, um... All I had to do was brush off the top, which is kind of hard because my my Wrangler is tall and I am short, so I do have to use the extendable <laughs> snow brush, but it's fine. Um, and my drive to work was honestly really pretty. Driving through the back roads, like all the snow on the branches, very scenic. So I'll take it. It was the perfect type of snow where it was like I could appreciate the beauty, but it didn't inconvenience my day. And it didn't like shut the roads down and stuff like that. So very beautiful. Although I hope we're done with that. Because like I said, it's March. Like, let's get a move on. Let's wrap it up. We're, I'm going to spring. 
So that was something. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to tell you guys? I do have an exciting announcement that I wanted to put out here. I did talk about it last week, but I'm just going to keep plugging it away until the date comes. On March 25th, I will be doing a meet and greet at Kingdom Gym in New Jersey. We are, it's going to be from 12 to 3, so you can come hang out, get to meet me. We'll take some pictures. Your day pass includes like your your pass to the gym or your ticket includes the day pass to the gym so you can work out. John, the owner, is going to do like a little demonstration on how to use all the equipment since our equipment is really nice. And we have decided that we're going to choose a meal prep service and everyone who signs up and gets a ticket will be emailed before the event and you could have your choice of meal from the meal prep service. So what I'm trying to say is free food and ice gym. Let's come hang. I have the link to sign up is in my Instagram highlights. It's like the first one there. So please come. Um, I really want to meet you guys. And I also don't want to have this event and no one shows up because that would be pretty embarrassing. That would be pretty embarrassing, but that's that. Anyway, let's see what's going on this week. Oh, I'm plugging away at my Italian lessons. I am pl- also, I need to apologize on here. I am sorry to all the people that I offended this week because I spelled Parmigiano wrong on my Instagram story. And I have no excuse. I have no excuse for my behavior. I tried to show off. I got a little too cocky on an empty stomach. I was starving. Okay, that, that'll be my only excuse. I was starving. And I heated up my dinner when I got home from the gym. And I this week I made protein pasta with a roasted red pepper sauce. So I was like, ooh, I know how to say that I'm eating pasta in Italian. Let me show off and be an asshole. And I put parm on the top, if you were if you didn't get at that. So I write my caption. Io mangio. Yeah. Io mangio la pasta. I eat the pasta. I think that's what I said. I eat pasta. I don't know. I said something like that, whatever. And then I was like, oh, but I'm putting parm on the top and I know how to say parmigiano. So I type it and I put an S. I wrote parmigiano instead of parmigiano. G-I-A-N-O. And (laughs) honestly, I didn't realize it. And then I got like one DM from someone in Italy that was like, ha ha ha, like, this was really good, but it's Parmigiano. And then the DMs just started flooding in of people being like, it's not Parmigiano. It's not with an S. This is how you spell it. You spelled it wrong, but good try. And I was like, all right, all right, let me make an announcement. I have no excuse for my behavior. I know that Parmesan is spelled that way. I have been to many of Italian restaurants where it is spelled that way. I pride myself in my Italian heritage. I knew that Parmesan had a G. And I just got too cocky, too quick. So I apologize. I apologize for that. But we're on week two because I started last week. I finished the, what was it, intro. I finished all my intro to Italian, lessons on Duolingo. And now I'm in, I think it's like Italian unit one, or I don't know what it's called. But I'm plugging away. I've learned a lot about food and beverage, a lot about animals and I practice using some verbs so 
I will say, this will be my sentence for the week. Um, let me think of something. So I call Chloe, my dog, I call her the bean because I just think she looks like a little bean. So I can say that she eats chicken because she loves chicken. But I'm going to say the bean. Il fagiolo mangia polo. Boom. That's it. No mistakes this week. The bean eats chicken. That's my Italian sentence. Thank you very much. Stay tuned next week for more learnings. And I will spell Parmesan right. And I am very sorry to all my Italian followers. Apparently, I have a lot of followers from Italy. Didn't know that. Love to connect with you guys. That sounds super cool. And I apologize for not spelling Parmesan right. I do. Anyways, that's what's been going on with that. Um, let's see. What did I write down here? Oh, duh. Before we get into this week's episode, I got to talk about, I got to talk about The Last of Us because what type, what, what type of episode would it be if I didn't talk about The Last of Us and this past week's episode, episode eight, um, I am going to give it, I'm going to give it a B plus and I'm going to give it a B plus because I thought that it was really good and it, there was a lot more action than in previous episodes, but I want more zombies. I want more zombies. And I know, so this upcoming, well, by the time that this episode comes out, the finale will have been out, but I probably haven't watched it yet. I'll get to watching it next week, but like I said, I'm going to the Knicks-Lakers game on Sunday night, so I'll be a little bit busy. I'm expecting this episode to end with some sort of like very volatile scene with a ton of infected. And I hope that next season has more of that. This season, while good and while like very suspenseful, didn't have a lot of infected in it. And I felt like it was a lot of setting the scene and I would have liked to see more of that. I think that the episode that I was the most like, I wouldn't say scared, but like skeeved out from or like creeped out from was the first episode. And it kind of set the bar really high for the rest of the season where don't get me wrong, the rest of the season was great. But I wasn't skeeved like I was the first episode when that grandma from next door turned into an infected that like, and the dog crying and then her and, uh, what's her name, the daughter, going into the kitchen. That was by far the, I think that was the creepiest scene. That was the creepiest scene to happen. And I wish that it was more like that. And I kind of hope we get more of that next season. Last episode was good though. Like I said, my only complaint, not no infected. Boo. But Joel's back, baby. I posted an Instagram story. I said, the only words I got to say for this episode daddy's back. He's back. And we're really starting to hit that point now where I think like Joel and Ellie are going to stop fighting the relationship that they have and like what the truth is and really start acting like father and daughter and the way that he came and like, first of all, Joel's a savage, straight up savage. But the way that he came into like her rescue was just, I felt it. I felt it, man. Pedro Pascal's killing it. I got to watch The Mandalorian. I got to 
I gotta stay up to date with that, but I don't know. I'm expecting something big for the end of this season. And if it it's underwhelming, I will be very disappointed. And I'm also sad that now I won't have so, I won't have this to talk about every week. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to find something else. House of the Dragons not coming back for a while. Succession will be coming out soon, so maybe we could talk Succession if you guys like that. But that's my opinion on The Last of Us. I didn't watch too much TV this week. I was just busy and whatnot. I I did catch up on all thirteen seasons, well twelve, of Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I'm on 13, season 13 right now. And it made me think. I was stopping to think. The amount of TV that I've watched in this past, like, like year to date is actually disgusting. I watched all of Outer Banks, like, all three seasons. All 19 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. All eight seasons of Game of Thrones. I watched House of the Dragon. I watched The Last of Us. I watched all 12 seasons of Real Housewives of New Jersey. I watched all three seasons of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I need to find other hobbies. (laughs) And it's like, okay, granted, a lot of the TV that I watch, it's like I'm doing other things. Like I'll have it on when I'm working or like when I'm doing editing and stuff at night. But once I finished Real Housewives of New Jersey, I was like, dear God, you need to pull. You need to rein it in, girl. You, You need to rein it in. But anyway, that's that. And then I watched Grey's Anatomy. That was the only other thing I watched this week. Um, it was eh. This episode was eh. I was relieved to hear that Meredith was still narrating in the beginning. I'm like, listen, Ellen, you don't want to be in the whole thing? Fine, you don't got to be in the whole thing. But can you take like a half hour each season and just bang through these narrations? It's just what happened in Grey's Anatomy this week was like a, a Seahawks player came in, got an ACL repair, and of course he ends up dying from the surgery and we all like I knew it was gonna happen and it's always like surgery went great but oh my god he's going into v-fib what's wrong with his heart he had a pulmonary blah blah embolism or whatever and that's first of all that's a shit that will scare you and make you never want to step foot in a hospital and two I was kind of just like man can't we have one like like just one of them's gotta live just just one you know, because it's like, they're supposed to be these great doctors. So what the hell? The whole thing was like, oh, it's not your fault. This could have happened to anyone. But I would like to see it. I'd like to see a few more successes. That's my opinion on Grace. That's all I have to say. There, it re- there really wasn't much going on. Um, but that's been this week. So this week we do not have an interview. I will have an interview next week for you guys. We're going to go over highlights as per usual. And then I thought that this episode... I would take time to talk about things that I bought relating to health and fitness, like clothes, items, supplements, things that I have spent my money on that I wish I did not buy. So you don't fall for the gimmicks and you could save your dollars with something better. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So Honey is a local business known for their build your own swimsuit page where you can design a suit that is perfect for you. All swimsuits are handmade in New Jersey, and they're produced with high-quality, four-way stretch fabric, which offers superior movement and comfort. I have so many bathing suits from So Honey. Somebody that I actually went to high school with um, hand-makes them herself, and they fit me perfectly. They cover what I need them to cover. 
you know, show off what I want them to show off. And they wash really, really nicely. I have, I think I have like at least four pairs now. So Honey is launching a new website on March 15th that will feature a new ready to ship section. These styles will be pre-made as opposed to the custom made ones and ready to be shipped as soon as you check out. Be, to sh- be sure to check them out at www.sohoney.com. Okay, let's jump into this week's highlights. My health and fitness related highlight is the fact that for four sets yesterday, literally yesterday, I hip thrusted 335 pounds for 10 reps. I was aiming for the 12. I think I probably could have pushed myself if I had somebody screaming over my shoulder. So that's something I'm reflecting on and I could have done better. But I I should also say this is with constant tension. So instead of coming down at the end of the rep, which would technically be like full range of motion, I was stopping right before the plates would hit the ground to keep constant tension on the glutes. So there's really, you know, there's no right or wrong way. I switch it up and I do different variations of hip thrusts just so I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm constantly challenging myself. So for this version, I would go all the way up, you know, lock out my glutes, squeeze at the top, hold it for a second, come back down slowly or not like it wasn't too slow. I should say, I should say come back down controlled. And then I would stop before the plates hit the bottom because when the plates hit the ground, that's the end of the rep. And you're for a second while it's on like a millisecond, you're taking tension off the glutes since you're in like resting position. So by not coming down and hitting the floor, my glutes are staying under constant tension, if that makes sense. So I got my four sets, 10 reps, 335 pounds, which I bumped myself up from the 315 that I've been working at. And I'm going to keep keep progressing and keep getting stronger. But that's the little tip for you guys. You know, if you the same thing with squats, let's use squats as an example. If I'm doing, if I want to do like a pulsing squat, the benefit to a pulsing squat over a regular squat is that I'm keeping constant tension on the glutes. The negative side, I guess, is I wouldn't be able to carry as much weight on the pulsing squat because of that constant tension. It is a little bit more tiring and more challenging. So depending on, you know, what you're trying to work towards, I I like to do a little bit both because, listen, I'm not following any set plan. I'm not like competing or anything. So I do want to work on my strength, but I also want to work on like what's optimized for hypertrophy. And I do a little bit of both. So that is my health and fitness related highlight, my non-health and fitness related highlight. um, Let's see. Oh, you know what I'll say? I went to Philly last weekend. I went to Philly to visit my friend Nush. Um, this was, I think it was like my third time out there, but my second time in like a month seeing her, which is kind of nice because we like never, our schedules just never align. But we had some fun. We ate some tacos. We went to this place where we got a margarita pitcher. Um, pretty, I don't know. I think I had like two full drinks out of it. So for the price, I would say it was worth it. The tacos were good, but they were, like, small. I did try a cactus taco, though. And I got to say, it was good. I was a little skeeved out where I was like, do I want to eat cactus? I don't know. 
nah, fuck it, I'll just try it. Well, they came with single tacos. I'm like, I don't like it, I don't like it. Tried it. Was delicious. It it was good. So if you see taco or cactus tacos on a menu, don't be skeeved out. They're actually pretty good. And then we went out at night. We went to so we went to Wicked Wolf in Philly. And it's funny because there's a Wicked Wolf in Hobo in Hoboken, which is in Jersey, if you're not from the area. And the Wicked Wolf in Hoboken is definitely more of like a Sunday fun day spot. So on Sundays, people in the area, I haven't been because I got, I got things to do on Sunday, but people in the area go out to bars to watch football games and drink and that kind of stuff. So that's typically where I find people go and it's like most popular on Sundays. The times that I've been at night hasn't really been popping. Like I'll go with like a big group of my friends and it's fun because we're with each other, but it's not like clubby. Like it's pretty much like you're, you could pretty much just bank on only your group being there and like maybe two stragglers. Wicked Wolf in Philly was a whole new vibe. Also, I should say the one in Hoboken is pretty small. It's like yay big. It's just like, it's basically like one hallway. It's like an L shape and it's pretty small. The Wicked Wolf in Philly is ginormous. Upstairs, downstairs, this room, that room, back room. Um, they both, they, Wicked Wolf loves to shoot confetti from the ceiling. Not sure what the deal is, but it's very fun. It, it is, it, it is very fun when you're drunk. Um, completely different vibe though. Elbow to elbow with everyone packed in like sardines, classic, I'm sweating. Half my drink is on the floor. So I'm like, why? Like I'm better off getting a can because now my drink is down my shirt sleeve instead of in my mouth great music and stuff, but like he couldn't really dance. So I just thought it was funny how they're both like, they're the same place, same bar, but in two different cities. And the vibe is completely different. Nonetheless, fun time. Very, very fun time. And that's my highlight for the week. All right. Into the fun stuff. Now, things that I put together a list of things that I could think of off the top of my head relating to health and fitness that I have bought and eh, wasn't, wasn't really worth my money or I found better options. Um, or I guess I could tell you like what I think the better options are too, but I thought it would be cool for me to put this together because I don't want you guys wasting your dollars. And I know that there's a lot of different products and things like that floating around the internet and sometimes it could be a little overwhelming and you don't know where to go or who to believe. So I thought that I would put together a very unbiased opinion of, of things that I bought that I wish I didn't. So I wrote it, on, wrote it down on my little note card. First thing on my list, um, the Gymshark Vital Seamless Leggings. And it's funny because this is on my list, yet I bought not one, but two pairs. Or I think one of the second pair was like gifted to me. The Vital Seamless bra, I like. It's pretty basic. It's just a racer back. You know, it's got padding. It, it goes with a lot of different things. But the Vital Seamless leggings, I talked about this like before Christmas when I went over the gym clothes that I own. Just not really flattering. You know, it's just, it gives you the unibut. I found that a lot of these leggings, if they don't have a scrunch, it'll just look like a unibutt. Um, they also, 
they do stretch out in the wash, even though I don't ever dry, like put my stuff in the dryer because that'll help lose its elasticity. I just find that they've gotten looser over time. Um, and they're just, I don't know. I feel like they're, there's more comfortable pairs out there. For me, I just found like it wasn't a very flattering legging. And there's definitely more like other leggings for similar price that you could get that are better than the Vital Seamless. So I, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't go for it. Second, protein powder from PE Science, not good. <laughs> not good. So I've tried, let's see, I've tried, I've definitely tried the Snickerdoodle one and I've tried the Strawberry Cheesecake. I can't remember off the top of my head what other ones I've tried. It's just, I always, like when I started going to the gym, there wasn't that many supplement brands like floating around. And PE Science was one that I saw a lot of people were using. I saw like KK Fit used to use them. I don't know if they still do. And uh, Jill, what's her name? Oh my gosh, I follow, Jill Christine Fit. That's her Instagram name. She was also using PE Science. So I was like, oh, all these really jacked girls are using PE Science. I should use PE Science straight up doesn't taste awesome it's very chalky it's very chalky and it tastes like okay like I could tell that I'm putting protein powder in here and it's not very true to taste or true to the flavor like strawberry cheesecake I have doesn't taste remotely like strawberry cheesecake so I was using PE science when one up reached out to me like, oh, you want to sample our stuff and then maybe we'll work with you. And this was a few years ago. I was like, yeah, sure. A little backstory. I had bought the Snickerdoodle pea science because one of my friend's moms was like, oh, I've tried it and it's really good in milk. It tastes like you're drinking the bottom of a cinnamon toast crunch bowl of cereal. So I was like, oh, cool. Got the thing. Went home. Put it in milk. One. Clumpy. No matter how many times I shook it, it was clumpy, and I don't like that. Two, it just didn't taste like that. Like, straight up didn't taste how I was expecting it to taste. So one up reached out to me, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll try your stuff. So I think the first thing I, first two I got was I got cinnamon French toast, and I got blueberry muffin. So I put them in my oats because that was something I was doing, and I was like, ooh. These are pretty good in oats. They dissolve like very nicely. Like they're not as powdery as the pea science. So I was like, all right, let me try putting it in milk. And if it's chalky, because I've also tried ghost in milk. And again, chalky, gross. So I was like, if I don't like it, I could just throw it out. It's fine. Put in a scoop of the blueberry muffin with just, it was like six ounces, eight ounces of almond milk. So smooth, smoothest protein of my life and a phenomenal taste. I've had like, my friends have tried, I've tried like every flavor now. And I always tell my friends like, no, seriously, like try one up protein. And they're like, ah, like, I don't know. And I'm like, I know that I get commission off of this, but I'm not like using my code will give you a discount. So it's up to you if you want to use it. I don't care if you do or don't. It's just stop wasting your money on other protein when this protein is the best. So I've had a few friends try it and they're like, holy shit, this shit is so good. And I'm like, I know, I told you, I told you. I have got people hooked 
on this shit. And it's like the second that I tasted it, I was like, why the hell did I spend my money on PE science? Same with what's next on my list. Optimum nutrition. Oh my God. Okay. Optimum nutrition, the gold standard. That's the protein that like my parents used to get it for like my brother. Like it was before that I even got into lifting and it was like on sale at Costco. Really good price. I will say probably like one of the best deals you can get out there for protein powder, but holy crap, it tastes so goddamn bad so bad. Like it just put in my head, like protein powder can't taste good. If this is what protein powder is. And it turns out, no protein powder can taste good. It's simply just optimum nutrition that tastes like, butt. it tastes like what I would imagine, but to taste like that's the only way I can describe it. <sighs> just not good. It's just in this day and age, the ingredients are good. I will say they have very good ingredients, but you can get other protein powders with good ingredients that just don't taste like that. Ugh, gross. So yeah, those are, that's my protein powder rant. Don't, honestly, I wouldn't even spend my money on Ghost while we're at it, while we're at it too. Ghost, you know what I would? I would spend my money on the Ghost fruity cereal milk. That one is good in smoothies and stuff, but it clumps. And the other ones, like the cereal milk, doesn't really taste like anything. So I would go, and the Chips Ahoy was eh. So if you're going to get Ghost, I would get the fruity cereal milk. That's the only one that I would go for. That one's good. That one tastes like Fruit Loops, I will say. Okay, next. Ooh, you can beam pre-workout. They're a big brand around here, and they do make good, they make good protein powder too, I will say. I'm caffeine sensitive. You guys know this. I don't take stimulant pre-workout anymore because of my anxiety. Um, But back when I was taking stimulant pre-workout, I tried my friend's and she had, you can beam. I actually blacked out in the gym from the caffeine. Like I'm not joking. Like I was trying to do my warm up weight on the bench and I just like my muscles like weren't moving. Like I couldn't push the bar up because I just like, I felt like I was out of my body. And like, even my friend was like, dude, like, what was that? Like, that is your warm up. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was seeing stars. My vision was going in and out. Like I was seeing like black spots. Personally, just wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't go for it. Next on the list, <sighs> the Amazon barbell pads. I used to have one and I see a lot of people have them and it, they're cheap. They're like, they're very cheap on Amazon, but first of all, they're like foam, so they can rip pretty easily. Two, they're cheap because they're made cheap and they can't hold a lot of weight. I use the upper gear barbell pads and I will never go back. I will never go back. I can, like I, I just said in my highlights that I was hip thrusting 335 this week, no pain on my hip flexors at all. Whereas with the cheap ones from Amazon, when I used to have that, it was like, okay, I know I could go heavier weight wise. Like, like my hips can, and my glutes can handle it, but simply my hip bones can't like it was too painful. The upper gear ones are protected. So they're in like a fake leather shell. So they won't rip on you. And they're so much thicker 
Like I've had people try mine. Like I'll see people with the cheap one at the gym and I'm like, hey, like I'm done using this for my workout. Like you could borrow it. And people will give it back to me and be like, damn, there's a difference. And I'm like, I know. So yes, it might be like a little bit more expensive at first. They're still not like crazy expensive, but it's an investment because it'll last you. Like these things really do hold up and it's just going to help you like maximize your potential. Truly, I think it's very worth it. And you should not waste your money on the Amazon ones because odds are it's going to rip on you. Two more. Okay, this one's not very specific, but any bra, like any sports bra that has a white lining on the inside, like not the outside, but the inside, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. First of all, don't know I self-tan in the winter. Not good for self-tan. But also I've noticed in the summer too, I have a few that are like white lined on the inside. Even my regular tan will kind of sweat off a little bit and just like, if there's any dirt on your body, like, listen, like not to sound gross or anything, but sometimes like our bodies get dirty, you know, it's like I go through the day and say like my chest is like somewhat exposed. It collects, collects old dust particles. This is why we shower. Okay. This is nothing new. But when you sweat, it stains the bra, especially with self-tanner. So I've had that problem, but I've had some bras. So off the top of my head, I can only think of one. The Lululemon Free to Be Wild bra, is the white one is white on the outside, but the inside is like a nude, tan, like sandy color, like a taupe, if that's how you say it. So there's no no stainage, no marks, and nothing comes through to the outside. So you, you can't see otherwise with the white line ones, like you can kind of see it from the outside and you're just like stained and it's ruined. So if you find a white bra, that's really cute. Definitely take a look to see what the inside looks like before you buy it. Because if it's white on the inside, it will get dirty and messed up, unfortunately. And then the last two things on my list have to do with protein bars. Um, two protein bars that I have eaten and spent money on. And I'm like, why? Why? The first one is Quest Bars. And my question for myself is why did I tell myself that they were good for so long? There's This goes back to the like the protein powder thing where it was like, it was all I knew. And optimum nutrition was all I knew. So I was like, oh, these are what protein bars taste like. No. (laughs) There are so many better options out there. And Quest Bars are like not cheap either. And I think that it's time that we all sit ourselves down and come to terms and admit that Quest Bars are not good. They just don't taste good. But we tell ourselves that they do and they don't. So there are many other options. Misfits, great. One Bars, great. One of Nutrition actually has phenomenal ones. I beg you, try those instead of Quest. Another one I wouldn't try, Alani Nutrition. I tried it yesterday and it tasted like I was eating something, like like it tasted like I was eating a protein bar. When I eat my Misfits bars and stuff, it just tastes like good. Like it just tastes like a bar. You know, it's got little jam on the inside, little chocolate on the outside. This one left me with a funky aftertaste that I was like, 
ew, like this wasn't even good going down. Like, why did I buy this for $2? So they'll get you. They'll get you with the packaging. The packaging looks super cute. And the name of the flavor sounds really good. But it's not worth it. Bad aftertaste. Dries your mouth out. Wouldn't do it. Hopefully you guys found this useful. I thought that it would be a good idea for me to share so you guys don't spread your precious beans on products that are just not worth it. No offense. Okay, guys, that is it for this week's episode. We did not have any question submissions this week, so I will not be doing questions. I post them every week on at Confessions of a Gym Rat. You can shoot me DMs, ask on YouTube. I do want to answer your questions in the future. So I know that this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but I am traveling today. Next week, we will have a guest and I will do my LA recap. So you'll hear a little bit more from me. Have a fabulous week. Watch The Last of Us. Get some good TV in. Listen to some good music. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at liz. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Oh my God, my camera just died as I was saying that in the middle of it. Okay. Anyway, make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. And you can also subscribe on YouTube at Liz with Liz. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.